Joining us in the studio is Her Worship, the Mayor of Collingwood, Sandra Cooper. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mel. Good morning, uh, good, good morning everyone. Uh, I think they'll be out shortly setting up for local live lunch. Lots of people uh, excited Wednesday. about this. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's every week. It just gets, every year it gets just better and better. And and every week, just you know, it's just amazing mm-hmm. that local talent and the local foods um, a great combination of which we have a lot just, of in this town. It's nice to show it off. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very excited because the uh, Parks, Rec, and Culture Master Plan is coming out. In fact, the final draft, August 22nd, it'll be out. That's right. So next Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., third floor at the library. Mm-hmm. And boy, the... Um, staff at uh, with the town have been so busy with a lot of things going on and this is one of them and it was identified as an action item uh, it was to update it in the community-based strategic plan update the master plan so it um, it will be a road map or a future for the next 10 years and include assessment of existing and future parkland needs and looking at the growth and the residential growth as well as others. What, what are the needs? What are the demographics of the future? So all that will come together on uh, next Wednesday night, August 27th, 6 to 8 p.m. at the um, Collingwood Public Library, third floor. It's your chance to see the final product before it's released uh, to council and and adopted there. There may be the odd tweaking, if I might say, but certainly um, it's uh, ready for uh, everyone to have a look at. It's the final draft. Does that mean that folks at that meeting, uh, August 22nd, get a chance to maybe tweak it a little bit more? Or is it, nah, here's what we're writing up. We just haven't got it in fine print yet. It's pretty well done. There okay. have been a, there has been a lot of engagement. Yes. And so at this point, it's this is what we've found through everything. Okay. And this is what the public have, the residents have uh, demonstrated where they see a focus or a need or, um, again, demographics and changing demographics too we have yeah. a lot of young families you look at side launch days yes. and uh, a lot of the young a lot of people young people there so looking at i guess a, a balanced uh, approach to our master plan for over the next 10 years when you look at collingwood's population and the demographics that uh, that have been here for some time but but also a lot that is moving here mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about that active lifestyle does that mean yes to you that to parks rec and culture has it even more important role in this community than it say would in in other towns our size absolutely and uh, parks rec and culture even in other municipalities generally speak it speaking it's the ice arena right and the ball and, the, and, a and soccer the ball field. a <laughs> soccer field and the ball diamonds and that's it so we have much more mm. <clears throat> you know well over 70 kilometers of community trails yep. and connecting that through they are connected but you know you want rest areas and then from there should there be other things that are needed we have dog parks uh, so much more than I think. You're right, John. Other areas, uh, our yeah, size, all in Simcoe Street Theater. Absolutely, uh, with the culture's end of things and mm-hmm. reaching out to the theater and the arts, uh, the arts in the community, the culture in the community, the history of the community. Definitely, I think that uh, we're just a class um, among ourselves. Just that extra step up. 
And when you talk about uh, gathering spaces, uh, there's the, um, well, arrest spots, there's the, the gathering circle, the Indigenous, uh, the first the first sort of pillars have been put up. Uh, so that's begun, which is pretty fantastic. Yes, at the Awen Centre, so which is at Harborview Park. And so that's pretty exciting. And then we have the... Um, Gosh, it's it's slipped my tongue, but we've got the Arboretum. You can walk around the Labyrinth. That's another one. So a lot of other things that communities our size and larger, they don't have. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that's I believe that's part of the attraction to bring people here. So if you haven't been down, park your car in a parking lot, take a walk, check out the Awen Center, the Indigenous uh, representation um, by Harborview Park, and it's just uh, really stepping up. And to what I remember growing up as a landfill and carpet pieces, and not any, well, chemicals, I guess they're uh, chemicals probably as they treat the carpet but mm-hmm. however you know carpet remnants and glass from LOF and in tin cans and and that sort of thing and how that's all evolved into something else and that the county of Simcoe actually uh, focused and did a lot of work there to remediate that property and then the town taking ownership and mm-hmm. what it looks like today is just amazing time. yes but again though that comes from our forefathers, and I think of Jack Saunders, and I think of John Kirby, Mm -hmm. our two names that uh, we as locals certainly knew very well, and and of course, uh, we're very fortunate. John's still actively involved in the Sports Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame, and so their vision of what our waterfront should be, that was just the little uh, icing or the little tip to get in there and and uh, be creative and so we're repeating that in looking out 10 years from now what will it look like and I think it can't get much better how much is this master plan going to impact what uh, Dean Culver and, and the team at the PRC are currently doing um, the way you feel it coming down, we're going to see the actual full draft, but you must be sort of aware of what's coming up. Is this going to be hugely impactful for the way they do things? Is it more of a reaffirmation of the way they have been doing things? What's your feel? Yeah, so uh, future parkland needs. So there certainly, I have always felt that rather than the mega park, I believe that in my own personal view, that mm. there is a need for neighborhood parks. Right. And so... I like that idea and I'm and I know it is more labor intense. However, when you drive by those neighborhood parks, it's just wonderful to see young families in the parks. So I think I I would see that in in that master plan to continue with that. And that's sort of the model we've been doing already. <coughs> it is, yeah. and looking and enhancing and and also with our senior demographic and the reference to exercising along the trail system mm-hmm. or stopping off and, and doing some stretches. So just having something there, uh, not any fancy equipment, but something for the climate weather, yeah. some space. And of course, we have the um, the uh, Tai Chi uh, down at Sunset Point. So many outside groups that actually are using our parks too. Mm. So what do we have to consider there? Sunset Point Park, looking at 
uh, focus right now is the amount of people that are going to Sunset Point Park and the parking and the, and the garbage and it's all of that. And certainly you understand that. You, I would not want to see a park where there's no one there yes. and the grass is long and and it's just like a derelict piece right. of uh, piece of property. And well, then it becomes a liability. It does. And so, and when I reference Sunset Point Park, I'll say, please, 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 just like the kids do at school, mm-hmm. take your garbage, take your waste home with you, please. Yes. And instead of stopping off and putting your kitchen bag in the, the waste container or your uh, whatever you're leaving behind, take it home with you, please. I gotta love the uh, the chipper down there, the uh, the restaurant. Yes, zero waste, mm-hmm. zero waste. Everything that Amazing. they give you, the box, the everything. Yes, hats off to James yeah. and Carol. Uh, they're doing a, a a great job. What the county of Simcoe have been really pushing for food is not garbage. Right, uh, another one, and uh, the millions of dollars that are going into landfills, going into uh, composting. And so what they're doing is using it as fertilizer. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, Let's talk about uh, things that grow. Uh, In this case, it's not something we're all excited about. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is the Fragmites. Uh, the Fight the Frag campaign continues. Yes, every year. And, and uh, so Fragmites, just to the average person, they kind of look like cattails, I guess you would say. But actually, they're not. They choke off the uh, the uh, the lands, the water, the wetlands, uh, the, the animals and the fish that uh, are around that, the habitat, uh, choke them off and, and uh it's not a good ending to that. So they're looking for volunteers, and I know our community is full of volunteers that step up, and just something that I've attended in other years, and that everyone comes together, and it's a lot of fun, and you're a special way that you have to cut that uh, plant down. It's Fight the Frag, the Nautosaga Valley Conservation Authority, your dollars uh, hard at work because mm-hmm. we collect uh, or they, they charge us for uh, what uh, they do in our community with wetlands. And here's an area that they can uh, help us yep. with. And so the cutting stands of Phragmites, they cut them beneath the water surface and it drowns the plants. Mm-hmm. And... Um, these um, they're hardy plants. They yeah. are they are hardy, and they use uh, power trimmers. The tr- people that are trained in this, right? And again, it is um, th- they're very hardy, and they have to cut below and and uh, then pull them out, and then they have to be taken away and burned, I believe, because their seeds again. will they're invasive. So they're, they you're are looking for volunteers for August 18. That's right, they are. And, and what you, do people do if they want to get involved? Uh, you can register. Uh, visit mvca.on.ca. mvca.on.ca. And there's two different uh, volunteer times. You can okay. volunteer for the morning shift or volunteer for the afternoon shift. Uh, and there's a barbecue for everyone as well. Fantastic. Before we wrap up, uh, I know that. Uh, a lot of the, the guidance that uh, council gets comes from the various committees that uh, uh, service around uh, the Collingwood Council. And you've got some uh, uh, some issues with the staffing the Heritage Community or the Heritage Committee. Well, we're looking for, again, volunteers. If you can help 
uh, your community by applying to the Heritage Committee. That would be wonderful. The application form is collingwood.ca slash committee application, or you can pick up a hard copy uh, down at Town Hall. The applications can be submitted up to uh, August 15th. Uh, at, uh, at so today at noon. Yep. So when you hear this uh, this morning, get out there and get downtown or apply online. There are changes in some of the tro- topics, changes to heritage buildings, events and initiatives to promote mm-hmm. Collins Heritage. And so doors open, uh, for instance, as, as one. The Heritage Committee do a great uh, job in promoting what we have. Promoting and, uh, and defending. I think they they do two things really very well. Yes, yes, they they do both, and their focus is uh, protecting heritage. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, anyone that has an interest in learning about the history of yeah. Collingwood and who built particular buildings and who designed them, where who where it originally, there. who yeah. lived there, also informative, interesting. So, I'd encourage you to apply uh, for that position of volunteer in the committee. Mayor Cooper, thank you so much for your time, and uh, thank you for being here on Talk to the Town. Well, I hope to see everyone at Lighthouse Band on Saturday night, 6 p.m. at the uh, arena, and uh, the proceeds going to the Nottawasaga Lighthouse Preservation Society. So, And see everyone at Local Live Lunch today.